up, Internet, and my fellow nerds. Welcome back to another fun-filled episode of the Game Weebs podcast. I am one of your hosts, Brad, accompanied with me as always. What's going on, guys? This is Jed. How is everybody doing this week? Uh, well, I'm fantastic. At least I tell people I'm fantastic. How are you, bud? Uh, it's just another day in uh, good old New England, shall we say. Currently, uh... Hoping the storm that was just here is finished because, well, I got to get up early in the morning and I don't want to plow more than I have to. (laughs) It was so we're recording this on a Sunday night. Um, It seems to have subsided for me, at least in my town uh, while I was out there (laughs) snow blowing. So that was around an hour ago, we'll say. So yeah, about half hour ago, it seemed to stop. But when I checked my, uh, the weather on my phone it's like oh yeah this could still go on till you know midnight it could end before then awesome yeah that's always uh <laughs> no other than that doing good doing good um keep plugging along at uh at uh i won't say the same games um i will say uh and this is strictly my opinion and i'm pretty sure there'll be some people with some hate on this one uh i did finish up main story in cyberpunk um and i will say honestly with the choices that i was given based on the decisions i made in game the ending was very lackluster like i felt so disappointed in the end of that game um the main story anyways i mean maybe it'll be different um with the dlc that comes out maybe it'll explain it but i personally felt like the ending really fell flat Really? Uh, for everything they were, yeah, for everything they were building up for, man, that ending was extremely disappointing. Um, That's a shame. Yeah, yeah, they had a lot in the game, and I don't know if the end of the game was their crunch time because there is a noticeable difference before a quest and after a quest. To me, there is a noticeable difference to the pace and style of the game, uh-huh. um, and it was very. I, I, the most I can say is that it was just the ending just left the game as a disappointment. Um, That's a shame. Yeah. That being here nor there, it's still an intricate game. Like, it's still got some really cool things that I'm going to check out. Like, I'm still going to try and complete it 100% because I am that person. Yeah. Um, aside from that, uh, the new season in Apex dropped. Um, and some of the changes in there with the addition to a new gun um, it's kind of got me back into that. So I picked up the battle pass because uh, it was nice. interesting enough. Um, so plowing through that again, I screwed up. Then I'll tell everybody and people are going to laugh at me because they're probably going to be like, it's been like this forever. I was probably just too tired and didn't pay attention. Um, when you go to pick up the battle pass, they give you two options. The top one is obviously cheaper than the bottom one. Well, I read them both and I thought the bottom one was worded in such a way that you need to get like a special skin and a couple other things for buying like the special or special edition season pass. Yeah. Now, all it does is it jumps you ahead 25 levels in the season pass and that's it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so I was like son of a I just I wanted to earn god damn it. <laughs> womp womp. Yeah. So, lesson of the story kids, read the labels. Not only at your jobs if you're dealing with chemicals, but also when you're buying shit on video games. <laughs> um, Nobody reads uh, the fine print. Reads for yellow uh, bellies. What can I say? Just call me a ninja turtle. Um, <laughs> the other thing uh, that I recently... Um, I haven't played much of Hades. I beat it a couple times. Um, yep. And then with 
uh, kid uh, with child on the way and in the process of relocating and dealing with all the adult mature crap that goes along with that. Um, didn't really feel a pull towards it. Um, I have recently felt a pull back towards Warframe, though. Nice. Um, I don't know why. I just kind of miss the, I'll say, the pace and the style of Warframe. I personally have a lot to catch up on. Um, I've been effectively out of the game. God, I don't even know how long. Yep. Years. At yeah. least a year and a half, two years. And that game, as if you haven't played it, is one of the few games out there that is free to play completely. Um, cosmetics you have to pay for, but the game is also very much uh, player-driven. Um, the company has always been, what do you guys want to see? They'll do polls on their sites. Uh, the wiki is run by them. Uh, it's a good game. It's a good game. They'll do dev runs where they play the games, and if they get into an error or they see something, they'll write it down and give it to their uh, programmers. Nice. Um, so, but that's uh, that's really about it. Um, I still haven't finished. I still got to finish Hellblade. Uh, Send it was sacrifice so I can get it off my PC. And at some point, I'll get into Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, that game is just one of those... Assassin's Creed, for me, has always been the type of game where you got to sit down for like a good two and a half, three hours in the beginning to really get into it. Um, and each time I go to start it, something comes up, so I get halfway into whatever mission I'm doing, I got to go, and then when I come back, I got to do it. So I think I've run the same mission four times now, Oof. and I'm just like, uh, I'm just going to wait. <laughs> it's a good game, though. It's a good game. I'm like halfway through it. So. That's what I've been told. I've been told by everybody, even people who absolutely hated the original Assassin's Creed games, have said this game has brought them into the fold of Assassin's Creed. Yep. Um, so I'm very interested to see how they've moved stealth and yet kept the game fun and that kind of they haven't, style. Uh, to get into it a wee bit... Because I, I, I want to review this game for this show once I finish oh, yeah. it. Oh, um, yeah. And I'll probably wait until you're a marginal amount through it. Now that I got now that I got um, to do it since that time. <laughs> well, it's, I, I don't want to spoil anything. But I oh, will say uh, the game does... It gives you two options. You can stealth through it. Um, or you can rush Viking. in and, and Viking it. Uh, and even when you're Vikinging it, there's still a, a way that you can stealth through certain things. I mean, I found, you know, this, and this isn't really a spoiler because it's been in like every trailer and every patch yeah. and everything. You raid monasteries and you yep, go in with your raiding party, party and. Instead of leading the charge, I've there have been times I've been in like the middle of the pack just so I can get up to that heavily armored enemy so I can get behind him and deal more damage or, or okay whatnot. so you so can use you, you can, can use your you can use the chaos around you as yeah. as a cloak yeah okay um okay. I mean your main now character Ivar literally says when he's given the blade as a gift from his um, stepbrother Sigurd. And the assassins that travel back with him, because um, I don't know how far you are. Um, I think I got up to that. I think I'm right after that. I think I just got the blue. Yeah, he, I mean, he says it right in the beginning. I don't want to hide this weapon. Like, yeah. it's, so it's it's just interesting. And, I mean, it fits with the lore. Like, different assassin branches and different brotherhood houses had different methods. 
Um, oh, yeah. And I think they, that they were all effective in their own way. I think that opens up a lot more than what Brotherhood did by giving you the different styles of assassins you could recruit and whatnot, which is good. Yeah. Um, but it is yeah. a really good game. I definitely say it's worth it. I put it down and I'm probably going to restart it. Um, I put it down for Ghost of Tsushima to pick that back up. And I've been playing that off and on. There you go. Um, but like Ghosts and like Valhalla, they are definitely games that you need to commit to or just put down until you're done being distracted by whatever you're doing. Yeah. Like, it's not a game you, you can pick up. Time. Exactly. Uh, it's not a game you can pick up play for like a night and then not touch it for a week and expect to go back and and still remember the skill sets you were working on because it's just that the timing everything um, else it's just so yeah. intricate that is more so um for valhalla than tsushima tsushima's gameplay loop or uh, buttons schematic was done up specifically by sucker punch to be a pickup and put down game um, okay. I just story purpose wise, I, I decided to restart that game, um, just so I could remember what was going on. Um, okay. but yeah, that, that was my two go. cents. Didn't mean to cut in on, no, no, you're fine. <laughs> you're fine. And then the only other thing that I, uh, that I've jumped back in on, um, is, uh, horizon zero dawn on the PS4. The yep. Remaster. You were uh, telling me that. Uh, that's that's about it, and I only like that game because I've always had a love for giant machines and dinosaurs, and that game that game takes all of it and says, "Here, have fun." <laughs> that game kicks my ass though. It's always why. Yeah, I. Again, another game that like you want to either put time into or you yep. should put it down, and that's I put that game down because I didn't have the time to. Yep. There's so much. Um, really do. Like, I didn't have time to do it. And the character, like, Aloy's a great character, but it didn't resonate with me like it did with my wife. Plus, I watched my wife play most of it, so it was like, eh. Nope. You knew it already. Well, it's more so, like, I want to get to the cool part right now, and I'm not at the cool part, and that frustrates me. So I'm going to put the game down because I'm a child. A big <laughs> old man child. That's so. right. It's a game. You're allowed to be a child about it. Fuck it. But... Well, that's pretty cool, man. I um. Hi, what have you been up to? I saw you uh, streaming the other night doing the raids. I tried to watch a bit of it, but my phone's... Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize Twitch ate so much data on phones. Oh, yeah. It's awful. It's fucking stupid. Um, so, a semi-announcement with that. Um, I have started Twitch streaming again. Um, I'm going to try and do it Monday through Thursday. I was planning on streaming my raid nights and everything, but after this past Thursday, I have unfortunately decided to step away from my static. Um, it's it, it was a mixed bag of just there were some things going on with it that I didn't really like. There were some people that just kind of... I don't know how to wear this without sounding like an asshole, but there's only so much I can take in terms yeah. of listening to somebody screech on a mic before, before I just want to. Exactly. <laughs> and like, there were some players in there that were funny and, and cute and like, it was kind of adorable. But if, if I, uh, yeah, they, I hit my limit and it was just yeah. like, it got to the point where I signed in that Thursday and I muted myself in discord and just didn't want to be vocal with any of them just because I was just, upset done yeah um, you're done. and you know and it's unfortunate it's, when you get to that point but it's, you're smart enough to realize to step away when you get yeah and it's a part don't. part of it was um 
I mean, and I'm very vocal about this. I'm an adult male with ADHD, um, clinically diagnosed depression and anxiety, and just I know the way that my head works and slamming ourselves into that raid over and over and over again with all the mechanics as a tank that I would have to learn or was trying to learn just wasn't working for me. And I could tell I was dragging the group down because we were getting caught up on the same things due to my play style over and over again. They deserve someone who's going to be able to pick it up and get them through this. You know, I deserve a group that can play at my own pace so I just right, or give I, you a role that you don't have to have that well, no. rotation. Right, tanking may not be for you at that at that level. Like I remember going. Right. Wait, sorry to cut you off. I remember going back to uh, old WoW um, vanilla mm-hmm. days, forty man raids. Yep. You had to be on point with stance dancing as a warrior in order to oh, tank, yeah. and that was a high mechanic. A lot of people can't do it. Yeah, and I mean, it's Final Fantasy mm-hmm. has so many flushed out systems and so many different play styles, like. The other thing I had to consider is maybe end game rating just isn't for me as a whole. Like there's yeah. MSQ, there's tons of side quests, and a million job classes to level up, crafting, gathering, fishing. Like there's a lot in that yeah, game that I haven't scratched the surface of because my yeah. my end game goal at the time was get to eighty get geared, try rating. And that just didn't pan out. And that's fine. Like I, I'm still subbed to the game. I'm still excited. Um, yep. I watched a lot of, you I watched, still enjoy it. Yeah. I watched most of the, um, announcement event on Friday. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much, but I have kind of okay. taken a step back from that. Um, I took a little that's bit of a break this week. I reevaluated my Twitch channel, um, set a schedule. I will still be playing it on Twitch on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, like I posted on my Twitter this week, it's just going to be a little different. It probably won't be raid content. Um, I'll probably be leveling up a healer class or another class, just getting more classes up there to level cap. Um, I started playing fallout four again on my PS4 ghost of Tsushima. Um, I'm getting back into monster hunter, just picked up the new expansion. Um, I still have that downloaded. I've been just kind of bouncing around, just kind of, you know, filling, filling the void. Um, whatever tickles your fancy at that moment. I get that. Yeah. And I mean, I, I, I told my static leader, like I wished him and the group well, and, and another close friend of mine in the static, we talked about it prior and he even has said, you know, rating stressful. And if I'm getting too stressed out, I'm not having fun. Then why do it? Don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. That um, was the lesson I had to learn with uh, world of Warcraft. I was, I know a lot of people say this isn't a thing unless you've experienced it you know it's a thing i was heavily addicted to world of warcraft as a kid yep um i mean it was bad to the point where if i had work in the morning but they planned on raiding they'd set the time of the raid to four o'clock in the morning my time i'd go to bed at seven o'clock or i'd go to bed at eight nine o'clock after farming mats set my alarm for three o'clock so i could get up and get ready to raid get done raiding at 6 30 to get to work for seven like that was that was my life and when i got home that's what i um and i had to do that i had to take a step at it and say in order for me to do raiding in the capacity that i play at the way that i play a game if i am going to raid the way i like to i am going to need to put in more than a job's worth of hours a week and if i'm not getting paid for it it's not worth right not if it's a job and not fun 
and raiding very much, although for some people is fun, it very quickly can become a job depending on um, the environment. Oh, yeah, my totally see that. No, you're <laughs> fine, man. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much been my week and, and surfing through trying to find content to talk about. Um, it's been a quiet week, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Uh, I don't, well, so I don't necessarily think it's been a quiet week. I think it's been, uh, more so quiet for us things that we're not yeah. really, you know, interested in talking about. That's true. Um, That's true. Our chosen content was, uh, had a quiet, quiet news week. Yeah. To, to a point, I mean, like I could talk about realistically, WandaVision has been a, a big thing um, and huge in, in oh, the yeah. MCU universe. Um, That's what I hear. The announcement of, or the the series stream date of Winter Soldier being March 19th is another thing, or Falcon and Winter Soldier. Okay. Um, you know, I just, again, it's just things that, they're, they're news, but there yeah. didn't seem like it's, there was a lot. Uh, not, to talk, not a lot to talk about. Yeah. Um, so that kind of brings up some some segments we kind of discussed over the week um and things we wanted to kind of implement in the show just to kind of make it more of our own and less of a regurgitation um so the first one being a i kind of codenamed it book club and i'm sure we'll come up with a better name for it as time goes on but it's just more of a kind of we both bring a f- something we're interested in to the table to share with the other person take a week to consume that and then come back a week later and, and talk about it. So um, I'm going to let you present yours first, Jed. What, is, what, what would you like me to uh, ingest per se? To ingest? Yeah. Well, we, you mentioned this to me, I want to say a couple of days ago. The first thing that we both agreed on trying to do in the beginning was an album. Um, yep. And I think the one album that's just kind of stuck out to me uh, over the past week, just from stuff I was listening to. Give me a second. I, um, oh, I had their name in my head, and now all of a sudden it's gone. Give me a second. Yeah. Um, it's a Norwegian folk metal band. Okay. Um, their name is, oh, their name is Illuviate. Um, E-L-U-V-E-I. T-I-E. Um, I very much would suggest their... Uh, I believe they have three CDs out. Double check. I don't know. They got a bunch out. Oh, do they now? I found them uh, a long time ago. Um, and let me... Uh, I don't care about yours. Uh, Everything Remains As It Never Was. Came out in 2010. Okay. Um, I think that's the one I will suggest to you reason is because um the this band just give you like a quick idea so you know what to expect kind of thing yep um very heavily um folk inspired they have flute they have uh, several songs with a hurdy-gurdy in it Uh, for those of you who don't know what that is go look it up i really want to get one uh but they're expensive um and a lot of their um lyrics and a lot of their um i'll say their leadings are norse inspired um and there's there's a lot in there that i just enjoy listening to um so i think that's the one that i will definitely uh i definitely have to suggest for uh for this week okay 
Cool. I will. I already have that downloaded. Um. Hmm. See, now I'm torn. Because originally I had a twofer for you. Okay. But I think I'm going to have you... Nah, nah, I'm going to go with my original. Because I know that you've listened to Bring Me the Horizon in the past. Yes, I have. And that their, one. their new EP is phenomenal. I don't know if you've listened to it, but you definitely really? should. Really? I'm going to have to go check it out now. I realize they came out with Yeah, so their new uh, EP, not to, not to railroad the segment, their means... new EP came out last year. It's called Post-Human Survival Horror. Um, okay. It's a one, two, five, six, nine track EP. Um, and half the okay. tracks, they are featuring other artists. So he has, uh, they have a song with Youngblood. They have a song with Baby Metal. They have a song with the Nova Twins. And then their final song is featuring Amy Lee. Um, Interesting. That's yeah. quite the group that they got to uh, come in on that EP. Yeah. Um, it's, I, it's probably one of my favorite albums of 2020. I listen to this album at least four times a week. Um, I mean, they have, um, some of their bigger singles like Parasite Eve from 2020 is on here. Ludens, which was also featured on the Death Stranding soundtrack made it onto here. Um, Obey, which is featuring Youngblood. Um, Teardrops is probably one of the biggest songs on this album. It reminds me of like, uh, Meteora Linkin Park, um, which is an interesting direction for the band to go. Uh, okay. The baby metal song is called Kingslayer, uh, and that reminds me almost of like older uh, Bring Me the Horizon. He does a lot of deep guttural screams and, and high screams in that and kind of like gets a little heavier. Um, I think this was a great EP for them to kind of come out and be like, hey, we can still be heavy. We just choose not to. Um, but yep. that's not so back to the segment, my two fair. Um, first and foremost, uh, I would like you to entertain my favorite band, okay. um, band called Dance Gavin Dance. They released an album last year, uh, called Afterburner. Um, it's probably my second. Gavin with a C, Gavin with a K. Gavin with a C. C, C, yeah. Or no, uh, G, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, Dance Gavin Dance. If you were listening Dance. to this, I swear, he didn't do that on purpose. Uh, Okay. Um, the album art, I love, um, the artists, they get to do their albums is great. It's a, like, mechanical bull sitting on a throne, putting up the hand symbols, kind of like Baphomet, with a bunch of (laughs) animals getting tortured, uh, like, in silly fashion. Okay, Um, like being tickled to death and shit like that. Yeah, there's, like, tickles, someone's getting, like, a bucket of what looks like green sludge dropped on them. It's just... Uh, gotcha. But the album's gotcha. really good. Um, they're kind of considered... I wouldn't consider them, like, hardcore. Um, they're more of... I don't even know how you'd really categorize them. Um, they're from Sacramento. Um, they have a mix of just... It's almost like lighter prog metal, I guess. Not even metal. Okay. Um they're like alternative? Gu- yeah, kind of. Their guitars are so intricately like written. Um, my wife, every time we've seen them live, she always makes a joke like, uh, Will, their guitarist, Will Swan, she's like, oh, he looks super baked. And yeah, he probably is. But like he said in interviews, like he can't really headbang or move around because he's put so much work into the melody of each song that like he has to concentrate and with a band like them who have 
let's see, one, two, three, four. They have like 13 records, 14 yeah. albums. That's a lot um, of stuff with a lot of uh, skill in it. Yeah, so like it's it's ridiculous to a point. Um, I, I they've every album they've come out with has been better and better. Um, their own band story. They started with a different vocalist or a different clean vocalist, then he left, and the screamer left, and they found a new clean vocalist, and he left, and the original clean vocalist came back, and shit went down with him, so they kicked him out, and now they've got their new clean vocalist, who's in my opinion my favorite. Um, and they've right. pumped out with him like four or five albums spanning from 2013 all the way to 2020. And it was just like a quick succession. Boom, boom, boom. Um, so, yeah, I'd, I'd say listen to the Afterburner album. And then. Afterburner? Okay. Yep. And then if you have the chance, um, look up the artist Tillian, T I L I A N. And just listen to the song Hold On. If you're on Spotify, it's the number two song out of the populars. Okay. Um, till number one, just to break, just to break this, this again is number one still fake woke. Fake woke for what? Uh, it's a song that came out by a rapper Tom McDonald, and uh, it no. is, it is by far the say if you're just this is a this is a book club assignment to 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 the listeners if they want. I will warn you now. If you are sensitive in any way or get easily offended, do not listen to the song because it's he doesn't pull punches. He's the number one independent uh, rapper. Uh, in I've seen him on TikTok. Yeah, I've seen him on TikTok. Yeah, you want to hear somebody who's gonna like just say his mind about a lot of the stuff going on. Um, Fake woke had a lot of good one-liners in it that I, nice. I I really agree with what the statement of the one-liner is. Um, nice. If if you're looking for something that's in your face, aggressive, and how somebody feels, that's that's a song. That's a guy you look at. All right. Um, so yeah, if if we're gonna, you know, let's do that. So I think all you listeners out there should listen to Fake Woke. Um, Understand it's meant to be a discussion piece for the group. I'm and not looking to annoy people or piss people off. Anna, here, yeah, 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 yeah. It's I mean, a debate li- piece. It's listen, a discussion piece. listen, listen to Fake Woke and then listen to Hold On by Tillian. Um, there's a phenomenal music video that puts me almost to tears for, yep. for Hold On. Um, but yeah, Tillian is the clean vocals of Dance Gavin. Um, he has okay. his own solo project. Okay. Um, which is why that's kind of where my two-parter came in. Um, yeah, that's fine. It's tied to the same band. Yeah. That's um, cool. Though. I'll definitely his, check that out. His vocals. I've watched vocal coach reactions because I'm like a weird nerd like that to yeah. Tillian's voice. And the highs this man can hit for being an American is outstanding. Yeah. I, I think you'll enjoy it. I hope you enjoy I, it. Um, I probably will. I love people who can do that. Like Nightwish, like the opera metal. Yep. Uh, when that was a thing, I loved that strictly because of the idea of somebody being able to hit those, mm-hmm. I'll say, intense skill notes while still having somebody rage in a guitar behind you. I just, I love it. Yeah. Um, I was really impressed. So Afterburner, when it came out, I listened to it on my car ride to work one day, and I was shocked. The third song in that album, Tillian went out and learned how to sing in Spanish, and it is oh. phenomenal. Um, so all the clean, 
all of the clean vocals are sung in Spanish and all of the screams are still in English, but it just meshes so well. Um, to kind of give a, a deeper background, Will Swan likes to make um, like musical references to other genres that he respects. He might not like a, each genre he kind of bases songs off of, but like he has a, a mutual respect, a respect for, him. for him. Yeah, he has um, respect for the arts. So this song is legit uh, like a reggae song um, done up in their own style. It has that reggae drum beat to it at a point and like you can really kind of feel where the inspiration was coming from um yeah i can't i can't say enough about this album was great um yeah um yeah dude that was um so that's that's a we're gonna probably bring this segment up each week um with new and and fun things to look at and we might have some listener homework um, I was this, just saying, if you guys have ideas, please, if you've made it this far, drop a drop an idea that uh, that we can use for this book club, whether it be yeah. for a name or something that we use to assign ourselves or our yep. friends to listen to or to listen to. Yeah, do uh, you can comment it on the YouTube or feel free to click the Discord link and join our Discord community. Uh, we'll probably Absolutely. set up a well, there is a suggestion box up on there for everybody to take part in. Um. Speaking of communities and whatnot, let's kind of segue into something we kind of talked about a little bit about uh, at the beginning of, or before we started recording. There's some shit going down in the D&D community, huh there, Jed? (laughs) Yeah, so it's unfortunate. Um, Anybody who, during this pandemic, has, um, like so many others, found the love of D&D, the tabletop role-playing game, one of the major things that I won't say came to fruition uh, because of the pandemic, but really shined during the pandemic is D&D Beyond. Uh, for those of you who don't know, it's an online uh, tool set that's um, made for people uh, to play or keep their online characters and books and stuff for D&D uh, for making it easier for character creation and, and game setup and stuff. Uh, just note here, we're not sponsored. I just really like what they yeah. um Found out though that recently one of their or yeah one of their big campaign series that we're running um, recently finished. I believe it was called Silver and Steel. Um, yes. Uh, after that happened, three of the big faces of D and D Beyond announced that they were. Um, they didn't say why they were leaving. They didn't say where they were going. Um, you had Adam Bradford. Uh, looks to be at Bad Eye Adam for Twitter. Um, Lauren Obi um, at Obi Lauren Twitter and Todd Kenrick uh, at Todd Kenrick for Twitter. Um, all three of them announced that they would be leaving for other projects. Um, Adam and Bradford said that they could not talk what they were leaving for, um, but that they had other projects they were going to. Uh, Todd Kenrick, however, did not announce anything about like going to another project um just talked a lot about um like his own twitter and youtube channels and stuff he was doing there so um unfortunate like unfortunate that uh uh, the i'll say one of the major faces ton kenrick um and some of the major players lauren and adam um well adam adam wasn't just a major player adam co-founded beyond Oh, that's right. He did. Yeah. Like, that's this is right. kind of huge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
I forgot that uh, he was one of the co-founders. Why? I thought it was Adam something else. So much shit going on right now for me. My apology, guys. Um, so, yeah, that's that's three major players that are leaving. Um, what they're going to, don't know. Um, but that's that's going to be an interesting interesting point for D&D Beyond. Um, to me, that makes me question, like, well, I won't say question whether or not it'll continue. But maybe it's gotten to a point where it's stable enough, you know, they've decided to go start their own thing. Or maybe it's because of creative differences and they're going to start their own version. Um, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, that was something that came across my lap, I want to say, a couple days ago. Yeah, uh, he so he announced it's really weird. Like, I'm looking at his Twitter timeline right now. And on February 4th, he writes, join me in 15 minutes for some big news. And then D&D Beyond had posted a thing about dev updates including news about a special update um which obviously i missed because i didn't know about this and then he tweets um i'm sharing today that i'm leaving fandom and DD beyond in the next week in the next couple, couple of weeks, weeks starting yeah. DD beyond forming the team watching it grow and engaging the community has been a true honor i leave celebrating what we have accomplished and look forward to what is ahead for ddb and then he follows up that tweet saying, I can't yet go into the details about my next adventure, but it will feature more moving and shaking in the tabletop, in the TRPG space, and I can't wait for it. Follow yeah. me here for updates as I can give them, and thank you for all the love I've always seen incoming, or already seen incoming, sorry. Um, yeah. So yeah. you said it and was... Then if you if you go to, um, to Lauren Obi's page... Oh, I'm not sure if I'm saying her last name right, and I apologize. What is her handle? Uh, it's at O-B-O-E-L-A-U-R-E-N. Um, her first post is, Today I announced that I'm leaving D&D Beyond slash fandom. I've been so incredibly blessed to have joined this amazing group of people and have the chance to help so many play D&D that I cannot thank my colleagues and my community enough for all the joy. Thank you, everyone. And then she posts, I want to say... On the same day, she goes, I can't talk about what I'm doing next yet, but I promise you I'm excited. Today is bittersweet, the end of a long-running campaign I have loved and will always treasure, but it's time for a new adventure, and I can't wait to share that story with you. Huh. And then Todd Kendrick so, also writes that he's not allegedly going anywhere, but exactly. he's starting up his own YouTube channel. That's what I'm saying. Like He's talking about his, and this is, this is all a lot of speculation. Uh, uh, from us guys um, from just what we can read online uh, as they're not showing a lot or keeping a lot of it close to the chest but it seems like Lauren and Adam from what they've posted as it being almost identical word for word almost well not word word but almost identical in their uh, their wording um, it seems to me like those two were going off somewhere to do something and Todd's just kind of decided to do his own thing and I mean, not for nothing, he pretty much became the internet face of yeah. D&D Beyond. Like, he became an internet celebrity. So at this point, he can take that face and that, you know, him as a person, just be like, I'm going to go do my own stuff yeah. where I can, you know, have the ability to control the content. Um, but yeah, no, that was that was the big shakeup uh, in the tabletop or quote-unquote the tabletop world. Um I'm very interested to see what Adam and Lauren go into. Um, I'll definitely be watching to see where Todd goes and what he plans on. Yeah. Uh, but it's I'm I'm curious to see 
It'll be I'm interesting to see what the updates and what D and D Beyond is going to look like going forward. Yep, it will definitely be interesting. Yeah, yeah. Speaking about things moving forward, I think you had you had all the news this week, man. Um, I mean, all I had to talk about was book club, the next secret <laughs> segment, and potentially pegging in Resident Evil Eight. But shit. Well, you know that 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 last one there seems to be a major thing on everybody's mind these days. Have you heard um, about it? No, I haven't. Honestly, aside from the little bit of the um, the demo that I've watched, somebody watched. I haven't looked a lot into it because so far I haven't heard any information that makes me feel like it's a Resident Evil. Like to me, it looks like a Resident Evil game. It has jump scares like a Resident Evil game, but I haven't seen anything that screams Resident Evil to me yet. Really? Yeah. Like it's to me, and maybe it's just how I being the old fart that I am with this game, but the T virus was a virus zombies cool. And then it, modified and became plant viruses or you know plant diseases okay sure i'm 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 having trouble seeing how they got to vampires well (laughs) so here's the thing we went from a viral outbreak resident evil i guess zero one two and three yeah to a parasitic organism which was was four four five and six to okay. a fungal infection, which is seven, and assumably uh, eight is going to tie into that as well, um, because it it takes place in the same universe as seven with Ethan and um, okay. and everything, and and we know that with the end of seven, the little girl was kind of creating all this through. However, I never honestly beat seven, but I've I've seen I never enough about it. Seven. Like I, um, I heard, I saw so many bad reviews, and I saw the gameplay, and I said, "No, really? I'll get so mad, dude! I'll get so mad at seven. Seven was seven was like, in all honesty, like I stopped playing seven because the jump scares were so bad. I felt like I was gonna have a fucking heart attack. Like <laughs> that's why I stopped playing seven. It was a great game. It definitely was better. Like six was probably the low point in in Resident Evil. I will say five, five killed um, it for me. It, yeah." Five was the downward trend, and then <coughs> six kind of killed it, and then seven brought it back, and eight. I mean, eight looks good, but I saw somewhere, and I'm I don't don't take me like don't take this as being truth, but the internet's going crazy that they're talking about apparently open and pegging scenes, um, oh, Jesus. which is hilarious. <laughs> Um, that's gonna satisfy so much of the internet's cravings at the moment well so the the funny thing is the announcement trailer has ethan in the house or in a house and then chris coming in shooting his girlfriend who if for those of you listening remember you're looking for your girlfriend in seven she's been infected and all this shit goes down you have to choose on who to save um and then he goes i'm sorry ethan so i made the joke and it's kind of caught on on like twitter Chris walks in to Mia pegging Ethan, and Chris just has more respect for Ethan than that and shoots Mia in the head. And it's like, I'm really sorry, Ethan. This isn't how this is going to go. Let's go fight vampires and werewolves. Hi-yah. Um. So, yeah. Uh, but, no, I, I'm excited for I'm excited for 8. Um, I mean, like, I love old Resident Evil. I really yes. do. But... I mean, too much of the same thing gets stale. And good on Capcom to keep these little rotations 
of like, all right, let's change up the virus. Let's just because to them, Resident Evil was never about the virus. It was more about survival horror, and it goes yeah. with the times. I mean, you look at it like what was popular back in the '90s: zombie movies. Zombies. You had um, Twenty Eight Days Later. You had uh, Night of the Living Dead. You had the walking dead comics like all these things were huge in pop culture and really big over in japan which is why they had the living dead then as you go forward it's like all right what else is scary oh bioweapons like things that could wipe a population out in an instant and that's where you get like five six seven um you know and it's it's they're trying to make the horror relevant oh yeah to the times um, so I'm, I'm interested to see how they make like vampires and werewolves, um, or what yeah. they do to spin it. I'm, I'm still going to play it. I might not finish it. Like I didn't finish seven cause fuck that game, um, <laughs> but I'll still play it. You know, I That's own like them all on steam. Me. Like I, I, I own from zero to seven minus the three remake. Just because oh, okay. I refuse to pay sixty dollars for it when I beat it in three hours on the PlayStation Four, like yeah, no. I'm waiting for that game to drop absolutely to fifteen dollars and then I'll buy it. Yeah, um, absolutely not. Not paying sixty dollars for yeah. three hours of gameplay. To Sorry. be fair, I bought all these Resident Evil games for a hundred dollars on sale last summer sale. Like, and three wasn't That's out yet. So fine. when it when it hits this summer sale coming up, yeah, I'm gonna buy it. Um, yeah. and then I'd like to play through them deep. all. To be honest, like before eight. Or I mean, eight's coming out soon. But um, I think once I pick up three, I might do like a marathon month where I just play through all the Resident Evil games for for Twitch. That that might be a thing. Oh, I get you. Okay. Um, but yeah, speaking of not to derail with pegging in horror movies or horror games, <laughs> That's but uh, there's another horror show to potentially going on over at the Amazons um that yeah. you brought to my attention earlier this week. <laughs> uh, this is. This was just me. So this came across my screen. Uh, for any of you who don't know, I'll, I'm sure everybody knows who Amazon is at this point. If you're three, you know who Amazon or what Amazon is. Um, they recently, as before COVID hit, um, and I even think during uh, the pandemic, they released a um, a little bit of a, a, a demo of the game, a trial. Um, they were in development of a MMO called New World. Um, massive crafting, like, you know, wow scale kind of stuff. Um, It was fun. It was enjoyable. And so I've watched Amazon for news coming up and what's going on to see how it goes. Well, nothing's come across my desk for across my screen for New World. However, it turns out that the CEO and creator of Amazon is stepping down and his right hand man is also stepping. Um, And to me, that's a massive hit, I'll say financially, to the company. Um, Strictly because I know they're not a private company. At least I don't believe they're a private company. Um, I should probably look that up before I say it on the and get yelled at by the internet. But that is major creative. It is the largest private employer. It's the second largest private employer in, in the, the U.S. and the one US. of the world's most valuable companies. Yeah. So that's a lot of money that has now been taken away from that company development. 
strictly from him alone. Like this man, I believe is if he is not the richest man in the world, he is within the top five easiest. Oh, he's he's one of the richest men in the world. Yeah, he's, um, like, everybody sure, jokes he's secretly a dragon. I'm pretty sure he is. Uh, there was something I read beginning of COVID that he was gaining like $2,000 every second because of how much people were ordering online. And he was projected to become the world's first trillionaire um, by the end of last year. I don't know if that actually happened. Um, I I kind of got disgusted thinking about those kind of numbers and that kind of wealth. And I was like, yeah, you don't even, like, you can't even say you understand what human problems are. Right. <laughs> Um, but he's leaving, and then his second-in-command, um, I unfortunately forget his name. Um, my notes have kind of gotten all scrambled up on. That's um, he also lost, but when he, or left, but when he left, he left with, like, 43 or 44% shares in Amazon still, which at the time equated out to $157 million alone in shares. <laughs> like... These two guys who pretty much were the wealth of this private company have just said, yeah, no, we're out. So I'm kind of, <clears throat> I'm concerned, shall we say, about what that is going to mean for their most recent, we'll say, outreaching decisions. The game, the video game industry, the streaming industry, the movies and the TV shows and, and the shit like that. Um I'm I'm very interested to see how things are going to stack up and where the chips are going to fall after these two gentlemen depart this company. Yeah, um, it's going to be interesting, man. Because <clears throat> that's that's one of the the, the the top companies in the world, and and their pretty much their bank, their money flow is about to receive a huge dam. Yeah, like. So we'll we'll see where it goes, but I thought uh, anybody who's got their eyes on New World, I am uh, I'm not trying to put this put this out there and become the bad guy of the internet, but I unfortunately am anticipating a cancellation of that. You think so? I do. Um, That'll be sad. They've you know, they've been working on it for a couple of years, but we've only gotten to play it like a couple times, and it was supposed to come out. I believe it was supposed to come out last year before pandemic or like a couple months like maybe november or something um yeah. i just remember it getting pushed back um but i mean we've only had two times of testing the game first one was a hardware test to see if their servers were going to handle the traffic that they anticipated uh, and you got you had to pre-order the game before that point in order to get into it and when i got into it I was looking at a wait time on the main server at of 45 minutes. Yeah, that was within two hours of it, of it coming out. So there were a lot of people who were getting into this game, yeah. or at least trying it out. And then the second time was uh, more of like a mechanics test to see how, you know, fixing some quest problems and some glitches. And both of those lasted. The first one, I think, lasted for a couple weeks. Um, and I got up to like level 20. Um, the second time it was only a weekend. Um, yeah. and then from there I've heard nothing about the game. So, I mean, and it was a pretty game and it was done well and their ideas were good. Um, they went along with, they kind of, uh, took from final fantasy where there were no instances per se. 
However, they did it kind of like WoW where it was zoned. Where if you were in a party and you went to a cave, that cave was a zone. And if anybody wasn't in your party, they weren't in that cave. Yep. So, I mean, it was, the crafting was fun. Um, Required a lot of work to get stuff done. And I wasn't going to put that amount of time in for it to get raced after like two weeks and two days. Yeah. So, um, but no, I unfortunately, with that big shakeup, guys, I uh, if you're looking for New World to come out, I uh, I unfortunately, um, although nothing officially has been said and nothing, you know, there has been, again, I want to repeat, there has been no official word of anything being affected by them leaving. With that amount of money suddenly not in Amazon's play, I unfortunately am anticipating that that game being one of the decisions that they choose, they choose to cut. Yeah. But. Let's hope not. I'm gonna I'm gonna cross my fingers and, and light an incense and give offering and be like, don't let this happen to the video game gods. <laughs> Speaking Hopefully of games, there's... I I got interested in a game on Steam that I'm thinking about picking up um in a couple weeks when I have some money set aside. Um, Valheim. Okay. Have you heard of this game? I have not. Look up my Steam and check it. So it's a brutal exploration and survival game for 1 to 10 players set in procedurally generated purgatory inspired by Viking culture. Battle, build, and conquer your way to a saga worthy of Odin's patronage. It looks pretty cool. Like, it kind of reminds me of, like... I don't know. I mean, the procedurally generated thing reminds me of, like, a um, remnant. Okay. And then it's all, like, Norse-inspired and, and stuff. Like, you craft all your gear. You build houses. You can build a, a flipping castle. Um, my question is, is this going to be, like, not to be a douche, but my question is, is if on online, if you set this shit up, if other people can come and destroy your shit, would you... So it claims <laughs> it's... There's no PvP. Um, okay. It's co-op PvE, two to ten players. Whether you brave oh, like the lands alone or venture with trusted allies, so it's you set up a server room essentially. I like this. We recommend playing co-op with three to five people. Which means that means that this game is going to be realistic, where one person cannot take on a bear with a hand axe and come out victorious. Well, there aren't just bears in this game. There. are frost giants and draugr and like it's all it's all norse lore and culture i got four videos that i'm gonna watch when this is over it's in early access it's twenty dollars on steam right now um yeah it looks interesting there are so many games that have recently come out that have been early access that have been um unfortunately there are some that have been early access that got taken down before going live any yep. of you remember nosgoth that was one yep. of them yep um so but early access games like if they have good principles and right now it's february 7th guys the day that we're in this and i will tell you right now it's sitting at 8106 uh reviews 96 percent of them positive and uh i scroll so i went to the store i see it i see it i see it i see it yeah that's insane overwhelmingly positive it's it's that's that's 96 percent so let's see if my math brain will actually do this right if you take 96 percent of what was it 8106 that's seven that's seven point almost seven point eight thousand views saying this game is good 
that leaves 400 reviews that are people saying, oh, this game's either not good or it's people complaining about simple things. It looks like, like they're <laughs> trolls, too. Yeah. Like, the first one that I'm seeing is some guy complaining there's no drink button. Yeah, and if you go into that one, he says he just wants to drink semen. So Yeah. Like, but I, most like, of the real up, reviews thumbs up, thumbs up. Like, are amazing. Wow, where to start? Guess at the beginning. Co-op survival with an emphasis on PvE. Done. The world is dangerous as, as fuck, and you need your group to work together. Done. I love, I love group games. Like this I, is. I might pick this up come payday. I'll tell, I'll tell you right now, and, and I'll say this, and I'll, I'll put this out there. If you pick this up this week, yeah, I will be more than happy to pick this up, and we can play this as like a game weebs game. Uh, see, so far the only negative review I've seen that has any um, sway. Like, sway is this one person who has epilepsy who says the lightning effects caused him to almost have, have a seizure. seizure. Okay, yeah. so that's something that people need and to And he be... says his friends are having a blast with this game on a server, He's but he can't a... say the game is bad or blame the devs for his inability to play. So, I mean, that's can't, shit. yeah. Hopefully the devs take that into account and give you ability to maybe turn those lightning effects down or turn them off. So down. many people, incredible game, wow, where to start, yeah, yeah, everything I've like, has just been so many good things. I am going to add this to my wish list. Hell yeah! And I'm gonna follow. <laughs> somebody, somebody, for twenty dollars, this game has no business being this fucking good. Yeah, like, so, so that might be that might be a that might be a game weebs game for sure. For yeah, sure. This is getting added to my wish list. This may be uh, tested out. I'm going to watch the videos. Open world survival craft. That's all you need to say. Yeah. There may be a few other people <laughs> that I tell about this game to possibly. Yeah, we should put it in um, yeah. in Hellfish. Yeah. Well, there's a few people in Hellfish that uh, that would definitely join. Um, Dude, it's uh, the thing is, too, it's not like a remnant where you're locked at three, uh, three to four people. It's ten that's people. ten people. It's ten people you want to play with. Yeah, hell that's yeah, insane. Hell yeah. That also makes me wonder if they have raid like quote unquote raid bosses, world bosses, that kind of shit, where you come up with maybe say a Griffin, or you come up against a Valkyrie, or you come up against a giant, or, Who knows? or something from Fenrir's hunt. Um, oh god. Yeah, no, I'm watching these videos, and if this is nearly as good as all of these uh, reviews are saying, I, yeah, uh, I'm down. I mean, I'll drop twenty dollars on a game that has the potential of not hooking me. It's twenty dollars. Remnant, Remnant <laughs> forty bucks. One of the best games I've ever played. I don't For care sure. It's it's a shame that they decided to pull the devs and start them working on another game because that game had so much potential. But it is what it is. I mean. I loved it. Forty yeah. bucks, like I think it's like fifty bucks now with the DLCs, guys. Go check it out if you haven't played Remnant. It's a great. You can play with yourself. You can play up to three people. It's some people were trying to describe it as Dark Souls meets uh, with guns. That's not the case. It is a skill based. Uh, I'll say a dodge based shooter, third person. Um, real fun. Go check it out. Do it. Do it yeah. now. I definitely am adding this game to my list, and I am watching those. Videos. That is gonna be dope. Um, well, I think um, I definitely think we've talked a bit. Yeah. Um, so let's end this out on a on a future segment I want to bring up, and I think this will come as we get more into our book club. Um, yep. 
we are going to probably start going a tad bit into the conspiracy theories. Um, just as we, because I know initially when I brought up the book club um, to you in, in Messenger, it was like, yeah, we should pick like a movie or an anime. Yeah. I think that will more in line with this conspiracy theory topic. Or if we see something like in the news that we kind of want to conspire against, um, we could definitely yep. do that. Um, I just, yep. we didn't really have any, any worthwhile topics that we found. Um, again, if you guys want to give us things to talk about, feel free to comment. Uh, hit us up. We are on Facebook. We are on Twitter. We have our Anchor account. We have the YouTubes. And like I said earlier, we do have Discord. Um, oh, yeah, guys. Yeah. So that's a new segment you guys can look out or look forward to. Hopefully next week we will have something for that. Um, but yeah, dude, uh, this week has been an honor, sir. Hell yeah, man. Every week it's great to, uh, sit here and talk to you and, uh, have you guys out there listening to us ramble on about, uh, some random shit sometimes. For sure. Oh, it was a good week, man. You take care of yourself and be safe. Everyone out there be safe as well. You too. And like always, everybody, um, I normally do this at the beginning of this show, but I forgot to. Uh, and I just mentioned it. We are on Facebook. We are on Twitter. We have Anchor. We are on YouTube. We have Spotify coverage. Uh, we do have a Discord. Links in our YouTube description at the bottom. Uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for supporting. We love you all. And have a great night. Hell yeah, guys. Peace. Peace.